Hello, Kinderlach. Here is a great story, an awesome story. There was a man by the name Rabbi Yosef. Rabbi Yosef Turem. That was his name. He lived in Germany. He and his wife, they were married for many years. They didn't have any children. This Rabbi Yosef had an inn, a kretschme, an inn. The people would come and drink and eat some food, stay overnight, like a little hotel. And they made a decent living. Every once in a while, a very wealthy and rich and powerful Paritz would come to the inn. And he became very friendly with this Rabbi Yosef. They became like close friends. And this uh, Paritz noticed that Rabbi Yosef was a very smart man. And so every once in a while when Rabbi Yosef, uh, when the poets used to come visit Rabbi Yosef, he, would, and he needed advice on something in his business. He would always ask Rabbi Yosef for advice because he realized Rabbi Yosef was very smart. This Rabbi Yosef was really a Talmud Chochem. He used to learn Torah most of the day. His wife is the one who ran the inn. And um, so he wasn't so much into the business, but his wife was mostly in the business. And he would learn Torah, but he would come into the inn the whole time. Um, so when the poets would see Rabbi Yosef, he would always run over to him and ask him for advice. One day, the poets comes into the inn, and he looks very, very stressed, very upset. And uh, Rabbi Yosef walks over to him and says, What's the matter? It seems like you have some problems. There's some, what's going on? And so the Poritz tells him that he got into a very difficult problem in his business. And, um, you know, I need to run away because the police is going to come and catch me and arrest me because there's a court case against me. And in order for me to save myself, save my life from the courts, from the judge and the police, so they don't put me in prison, I have to run away as fast as I could. But before I run away, I have so much, so much property. I'm very rich. I have so many houses and hotels and land and fields and farms. All belongs to me. I got to sell it quickly so I can have money, cash, I can run away with the money. You can't run away with the fields and the houses. You can't put the houses in your pocket and run. I don't want it to get lost. I want to get money for that. I want to sell it. And I decided to sell everything very quickly. And because I have to sell it very quickly, I'm not going to ask for a big price. I'm going to ask for a little bit of money. And told Yosef, Rabbi Yosef, listen, <clears throat> I decided to turn to you first. I give you the chance to buy everything I own. All the vast, huge fields and houses and, and hotels and everything that I own, you can get it. You give me just a certain price. And when the poets told him the price, Rabbi Yosef realized, what? That's such a little price, it's so little. The, 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 the fields and the houses are worth a hundred times more than that. And Rabbi Yosef realized that this is a great, great chance for him to become very rich very quickly. 
So Rabbi Yisuf said to the poets, but I don't have so much money to pay for all the fields and everything, everything you own. So the poets told them, listen, I'll give you a week. You go try and find money. Maybe you borrow money, but I want you to have the chance to buy this, my all, everything I own, all my properties, because then you'll become a rich man because it's worth a lot more. I'm selling it for very little because I need to run out of time. I can't wait around, so I gotta sell it quickly. Rabbi <clears throat> Yosef said, okay, great. I'll be back in a week and I'll bring you the money. Rabbi Yosef told his wife what the poets told him and they decided to sell the inn and all the, the house, everything they owned, the cow, the horses, everything, they're gonna sell everything. And, and, and so they will have enough money because the poets wants to have money, cash, actual money. So they need to get money. How do they get money? They have to sell everything. They sold everything. She sold her jewelry. And, and, and they, get, they got a quite a bit of money, but it wasn't enough. So they had to go borrow tens and thousands of gold coins. They had to borrow to get just the right amount of money so Rabbi Yosef could buy all the land, everything that these rich, rich pirates owned. And so Rabbi Yosef, at the end of the week, finally got all the money together and he goes over to the, and he's decided to walk to the Parrot's mansion, to his palace, and to bring him the money. And then the Parrot would sign over to him everything, everything he owns, all the riches, so much money, so much land that is worth a hundred times more than the money Rabbi Yosef is going to give him. As Rabbi Yosef is walking towards the mansion of the Parrot's, he walks down the little streets of the town where he lived in Germany. He suddenly hears a very, very, very heartbreaking cry from a woman. The screams are coming from one of the houses at the edge of the town. So he decided, oh no, this is terrible. Something terrible must be happening. And he decides to walk to that house to the edge of the town. He walks over, and when he finally reaches the house where the screaming is coming from, he hears that there are children also crying and screaming. And he said, oh no, I gotta go and help them. What's going on? What's wrong? He decides to open the door. He opens the door, and what does he see in front of his eyes? Terrible scene, a terrible scene. The father, the husband of the, of the woman that's screaming and the father of the children that are crying is lying on the ground. He had just died. And everybody's crying, the children are crying. The house is a very poor house. You can see the ceiling is almost falling in and everything is empty. There's only boards, there's no beds, there's no tables, just boards and, and there's no food in the kitchen and everybody looks so hungry and so skinny because they don't eat enough. And Rabbi Yosef started feeling very sorry for them. He said, Let's, let me help you, let me help you. He had forgotten. Rabbi Yosef had now forgotten completely of the reason he was walking through this place. He was walking to go to the pirates to bring him his money. So Rabbi Yosef would walk out of there, of the house of the pirates, a rich man. He would become the richest man in the whole area. But he had forgotten all about that. All he could think about is about the women and the children and whose husband died and somebody needs to bury him so he called the Hever Kedisha and they buried her husband in the Jewish cemetery in a very nice way 
and then he went to the kitchen and he filled it up, went, went to the store and bought a lot of food for the family, and he bought them furniture, make sure that they have a place to live, and tried to fix their roof, and he, he brought a, a, a builder to fix the roof, and, and took care of everything. And then when they came back from the funeral and they buried their husband and they fixed the house and they brought food to the, to the kitchen, the woman started crying and told Rabbi Yosef, thank you so much for helping us, for burying our, my husband. Thank you so much for all the food you gave us. You literally saved our lives. We were like starving to death. But what are we gonna do now? We have nothing. My husband died. Now there's nobody who can make money. And if we don't make money, we're going to be starving. You know, now we have a little bit of food, but soon the food is going to run out and we're going to be hungry and starving. Rabbi Yosef listened to her and he realized it's true. They're in a lot of trouble. They're not going to have what to eat. They're going to starve. So Rabbi Yosef right away came, had an idea. He took the bag of money of tens and thousands of gold coins that was in his pocket he was supposed to take to the pockets. And he, in a moment, took it, put it down on the floor where the, the woman and the children were sitting. He says, here, and he ran out of the house. The reason he ran out of the house, because he knew that the woman would say, no, 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 don't do that, it's too much. Just give us a little bit, but, but this is your money, it's too much money. He didn't want, them, didn't want her to stop him. He gave away all the money now. He walked outside. This was all his money, everything he had. He had sold everything, his house, his, his inn. He sold his horse, he sold his cow. He sold everything, all the jewelry of his wife. They were left with nothing. He gave it all away to this family, to this poor family, so they wouldn't have to starve. And of course, he couldn't go to the poets. Not only is he not going to be a rich man, but he's actually became now a very poor man himself. No food, nothing. He had nothing, nothing. And so he went home. And his wife asked him, no, no, Yossel, what happened? Did you buy all the properties? And he said, oh, I have to tell you the truth. On my way there, I heard these terrible, terrible screams of this mother of little children. And I felt so sorry for her. I realized that they're going to starve to death if I don't help them. So I gave them all the money and I, now I have nothing. And all the money meant everything, including the money, our money. Now we have nothing. Now we are poor people. Now we have nothing to eat. We have nothing to eat now. There's no food in the house. There's no money. We can't even buy food anymore. We don't, I gave everything away. What a mysterious nefesh the Rabbi Yosef did. In Shemaim, all the Malachim and the Neshamas in Ganeidin were totally amazed by this incredible act of Messias Nefesh, of Rabbi Yosef. He gave away his own money, everything. And now he became a poor man instead of becoming the richest person in the whole area. Now he became the poorest person because he wanted to help this poor family. What an amazing act of tzedakah he did. Messias Nefesh. And it was decided that we need to give in Shemaim, it was decided, Rabbi Yosef needs to get a special reward for this. But then the Satan came and told the Bezdin Shalmaila, the Bezdin in Shemaim, he said, wait a second, you're going to give him a big reward? We got to test him. 
one more time. You can't give somebody a reward like this without testing him really hard. Of course, this was a big test, but we need to give him even a bigger test. And it was decided in Shemaim to put Rabbi Yosef to another test. And who are they going to send to test Rabbi Yosef? None other than Eliyahu Novi himself. And so, Rabbi Yosef first and his wife decided they can't stay in their town because they don't have anything. They sold their house, they sold all their beds, they sold all their furniture, so all their, in everything, they have nothing left. Just clothes on their bodies, that's all they had. So they went to a big city where there were a lot of Jews and they had no place to stay, so they went to the courtyard of the shul. There they found a bench, they sat down. No, Rabbi Yosef sits and says, well, let me go inside the base medrash and learn a little bit, some Torah. So he walks inside the base medrash, opens up a Gemara, and Rabbi Yosef was a Talmud Chacham. He knew how to learn, so he started learning and learning and forgetting about all his troubles and the fact that he has nothing to eat. He just sat there and learned and learned for several hours. And then suddenly he sees a person sitting down right next to him. Looked like a Jew, a very special Jew sitting down next to him. And he strikes up a conversation with Rabbi Yosef. He sees Rabbi Yosef is not from this town. He's a guest. He comes from another place. He asks him, what are you doing here? And Rabbi Yosef says, oh, nothing important. I'm just, you know, traveling through. He said, no, no, tell me. Tell me the, the reason you're here. Finally, Rabbi Yosef told him the whole story. How he had an inn and a house and a horse and a this and a that. And he had to sell everything because he was going to buy all the riches of this famous poets. But then on the way... He saw this poor family that was starving to death and their husband and father. The father died and, and I, had to, I gave them all my money and I'm left with nothing. So now I have nowhere to go. So I decided to come here. So the man says to Rabbi Yisav, you know what? I'm a very rich man. I have a lot of money. I can give you all the money you need to pay the poets for all his land and all his houses and everything. Just on one condition. If you sell me the schus of your mitzvah, this great mitzvah you did for Tzedakah, you sell it to me and I'll give you the money. I'll give you all the money. You can become a rich man again and a very rich man. You become rich like the poets. But you got to sell me the mitzvah you did. Rabbi Yisuf says, mm, no, I'm not selling that mitzvah. That mitzvah, you don't get a chance to do this every day. This is once in a very, very long time that Hashem gives you the opportunity, the chance to do such an incredible mitzvah. It doesn't happen every day. Don't get a chance like that every day. He says, no, I'm sorry, I can't sell it. So the man sits and says, you know what? I'll give you a better offer. I'll give you more money and a lot more stuff. I promise I will give you all kinds of things that you never even thought you can have. Much more. Sell me the mitzvah. I want to own your mitzvah. Rabbi Yisrael says, no, no, no. And the man sits next to him for hours and hours, almost a whole night, trying to make him a better offer and a better offer. I'll give you more, I'll give you more, I'll give you more. Sell me the mitzvah. And he says, no, no, no. Towards the end of the night, the man who was sitting next to Rabbi Yisrael suddenly breaks out in a big smile. He says to Rabbi Yisrael, you should know, I'm Elio Navi. I came to test you. In Shomayim, there was such a big commotion that you had had such mysterious nefesh to save the lives of such a family. But they wanted to test you one more time. 
So I put you to the test to see if you're going to give up your mitzvah for money and you are willing to stay poor and not to take any money, but not to sell your mitzvah. So I want to tell you what it was decided in Shomayim, that you and your wife will have a son. And that son will be such a great tzaddik. He will illuminate the world with his Torah. And that tzaddik, do you know who this was? Rabbi Nachem Mendel of Rimanov. He was a student of the Rabbi Melech of Lezhensk. And after Rabbi Melech of Lezhensk passed away, was Nistalik, he became the great, a great rabbi in Poland with tens and hundreds of thousands of Hasidim. It was all in the schus because his parents had such an incredible Messias Nefesh to save the lives of a family and give everything away, everything they had.